beaver is never a nuisance. <laughs> hey. May 12th, 2021. This is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 44, and Unleashing the Mayonnaise. I'm Abel Kirby. And coming and going like a karma chameleon, I'm Cold Acid. Oh, man. It feels like it's been a month. We were saying before the show, it feels like it's been a month since the last time we, we talked. This last week went so slow. Oh, It's man. been super busy for me. That's yeah. why it feels so long. Well, but, I shouldn't... Uh, I shouldn't say so yeah. slow. That's the wrong thing to say. It's like it's uh, I lost. It's like time is. Yeah, it doesn't it's not matter. So, it's not so slow. It's show beb, show horny. Mm. Yeah. I like we have this long play out now. Ooh, I took a drink of that, but I don't want to drink that. I want to drink this one right here, which is my my show beer. That was my pre-show beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't drink your pre-show beer during the show. No, no. That's not what it's there for. No. You should have it finished before the show. Yeah. Uh, I was a bad boy. And there we go. There's my youngling. Yingling, for those who don't know. <laughs> yep. And here's my haritos. Haritos. Fruit da, da, punch da, da, da. today. So who punched the fruit to make the fruit punch? Harito? I don't know, but it was probably a hate crime. <laughs> you can't punch a fruit anymore. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Used to be yeah. okay. We go outside, we punch fruit all the time. No one cared. Yeah, no more punching, no more punching fruit. Not apples, not oranges, not lemons or limes. Nope, nope, nope. Man. So what do we got? We got some stuff going on. Let's jump into uh, some local news. The thing that, that I uh, noticed the most uh, was that there was an explosion. Not a, I won't say exactly how close it was to, uh, to my place, but it is right in my neighborhood. This, uh, awesome. This uh, shooting... And the house caught on fire, and it also exploded. Um, happened in uh, they they credit it to Baltimore, but it was actually if we get the uh, the link up, it was actually just a neighborhood up the road. I think it was Woodbine or something like that. Woodlawn. Woodlawn. Yeah, that was. I it. got the article in front of me. Yeah. So they had uh, some guy who was kind of off his rocker. It sounded like for years, and and uh, at one point he decided to set his house on fire and get in a shootout. And I guess he was shooting people, too, and so a couple of people died, and the police shot him. And and somewhere in the middle, the house exploded, and uh, yeah, it was a big mess. Wow. Only in only in this area do you get, you know, it's a shooting, an explosion, and a fire. I liked uh, DC Girls' comment about this on, uh, on No Agenda Socials. Baltimore crime is high effort. You can't do a little <laughs> bit of crime. You got to do a lot of crime to make, it, to make the news here. Honestly, it sounds more like a Florida thing, right? Mm. I mean, like, I mean, like somebody going nuts, shooting people, and blowing up their house. <laughs> yeah, usually it's PG&E that's blowing up the houses, uh, but yeah, that. Well, I guess he was feeling a little, a little left out. Yeah, maybe that's why he was so angry and crazy. Yeah, and it's it's just, you know, kind of sad. There's a lot of problems around here that aren't. Uh, you know, ob there's no obvious fix to most of this shit. It's like, how do you stop that from happening? I don't know. How do you stop a crazy person from blowing up his own house? Uh, well, we used know. to actually, like, keep them isolated from the general population until they were sane enough to be released. But apparently 
Apparently that sort of thing is frowned upon now. That or it's too costly and and nobody wants to pay for it. Which yeah. is probably the more likely reason. Yeah. Mental health ain't free, apparently. Well we put that uh we got that picture. I think you already got it in the show notes with the <laughs> with the black bars on yeah. the top and bottom, you know, so it's extra cinematic of the uh No, the I got rid of those. I yeah. I cropped it already. Yeah. Sorry, were you, were you hoping for it to be like that no, cinematic? No, we were just talking before the show, and so I, was, I thought it was kind of fun. And there's all kinds of stuff going on today. We had um, a couple holidays coming up right now, today, May the 12th. Yeah, you got a whole list of them. Yeah, so we've got National Nutty Fudge Day. If you're into Nutty Fudge, this is your day. Uh, we got uh, um, nat- National Tampon Day also, if you're into that or that's into you. Then uh, we can uh, yeah, get it to your celebration. More likely that into somebody. <laughs> I mean, apparently even guys can use tampons these days. Mm. That's what uh, that's I learned that from South Park years ago. <laughs> well, you know, something that everyone can use is an odometer, and apparently it's also Odometer Day, and it doesn't. There's no locality here. It's not National Odometer Day or uh, Worldwide Odometer Day. It's just Odometer Day. You can go check odometer your odometer day. Woo! You know, like many things, it counts up but doesn't count down. Oh, man. Also, we had uh, the last one on the list was uh, actually kind of fun. It's also Limerick Day. Limerick Day. Yeah. And so I was going to see if you had a favorite limerick you wanted to share. I got kind of two. I could, if you have one, I'll, if you don't have one, I'll read two. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any. You ah, gotta, okay. you gotta hit us with the limericks. All right, I'll get, I'll give you uh, one that I found on the internet doing a search, and then one that, uh, one that I read. So here's the, here, if you're ready for this, you ready for a limerick? Hit me with a limerick. Obviously, they're all dirty, so send the kids out of the room. There once was a queen well, of, of Bulgaria whose bush had grown hairier and hairier, till a prince from Peru who came up for a screw had to hunt for her cunt with a terrier. And there you go. Oh. <laughs> It's bad. Oh, They're all bad. You know what that deserves? What's it? Ah, that's me. Uh, I turned my volume up there. Yeah. I'll buzz myself. All right, and here's another one. I, I didn't... I heard this from someone. I haven't read it on the internet. I don't know if this is widely spread, but I always like this one. Uh, it's almost like a moral tale. It goes, There once was a girl from Peru who filled her vagina with glue and said with a grin, if they'll pay to get in, they'll pay to get out of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a timeshare. You know? Oh, that one's bad, but I, li- I like that one. I like that one a lot. Or, uh, or maybe owning a boat, I guess. I don't know. That's right. You learned on Rare Encounter. <laughs> Women are like owning a boat. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of glue, uh, we had some they glue. Get, they get wet a lot, but they're very expensive. <laughs> oh, boy. That wasn't meant to be followed up on. But yeah, okay, sure. Why not? Let's all dig our hole a little deeper. <laughs> I have a drink for uh, for that one. Speaking of glue, did you listen to Hog Story? I was twitching and cringing through this whole fucking episode. They're a Hog Story from uh, oh. Five Eleven. They had the this story about um, a woman who uh, was reaching for a bottle of Visine out of her purse, and they uh, and I guess instead of Visine, she picked up a similarly shaped bottle of glue and put those glue drops into her eye and glued her contacts into the uh the top of her uh her eyeballs or the top of her eyelids 
Yeah, it was just... At least it was to her eyelids instead of to her actual eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what they said on there. It sounded like it was going to be... Uh, uh, you're going to end up uh, losing some sight or losing something. I don't know what you... They're losing a layer of their of their eyeball if those contact lenses weren't there. So I don't know. It's it was between that. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's it's medical stories that involve eyeballs. I don't know. They seem to get to me a little more than they should. And uh, yeah, that's that's fucking creepy shit. Yeah, like if you go watch, go on YouTube. There's probably two things on YouTube that'll like give me. I'm usually pretty good with sort of offensive things that that are supposed to bother you. But when it comes to videos of eye surgery that's one that i don't like to watch and i and uh i don't and if it shows up on discover channel i click that shit off i don't want to watch it at all and uh the other one if you want to have a uh, an anxiety attack and i'm not even claustrophobic go go watch these videos on youtube of the people who do like the cave the splunking where they squeeze into the little tight spaces or there's like, there's a hole in the ground the size of a coffee can, and he's just going to squeeze his way down through it. It's like, holy fucking shit, how do you do that? It, meanwhile, if it's like, well, i got to go back down and twist my arm a little and then try and come back up, you know? It's like, you could be stuck there. You know that, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, okay, you, you want a you wanna medical story that'll really, uh, that'll really twist your nuts? Not really. No. <laughs> I, I feel well, like too, you're gonna tell me bad. anyway. I'm, I'm I'm putting the link into the into the chat room. But anyway, uh, Martin De La Tute on No Agenda Social told everybody about a about a story about going to the urologist oh, back in 2015. <laughs> oh my god! In fact, in fact, Fletcher did a reading of the story. Uh, is so, oh, I I saw that. Is that okay to play on here, or is it this uh, cribbing uh, John Fletcher's material? What do you say, Fletcher? He's in. He's in the. He's in the chat room. Yeah, I think we've got to save it, and that's a plug. You got to listen to Hog's story. Also, I have no play. Oh, he so says I, play it. He I, says we can play it. I, I'm cold. I have no playout system, which I told you before the show, and I'm trying to crib that as me being generous or nice or something. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so you got you have that. You gotta tune into Hog's story to listen to this audio, and, and it's. I'll read the first line. November 2015. I had a camera stuck up my penis. After years of my doctor grip, griping at me to chase down some symptoms, I finally agreed to see a urologist. And the story unfolds from there. It's a fucking great series, and I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure John Fletcher's rendition of this uh, tale. You can call it a tale. Is uh, is gripping? So you've, you're gonna yeah, have to tune are in. usually on the other end, not on the front. <laughs> and uh, tune into Hog Story. Hog Story is recording. What do they do? Uh, they have a show coming up on. Is it tomorrow or tomorrow? Friday? Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow night. Go listen to Hog Story, and you'll hear him there. Uh, just to close them out, they had uh, episode 182 was their latest episode, and they had a you know the eye drop story, the some other interesting shit like the. Uh, oh, you know what? There's that NASA launch. Uh, story there's a there's a sounding rockets they're sending up for a, a magnetosphere or a geomag geomagnetic field research project they're launching them just it it's in virginia technically but it's a uh, it's very near the border to maryland it's right down on the other side of the state from me 
Um, and so there's a chance about 8.15 tonight, I think maybe 8.10, that they actually launch this rocket. And when that happens, I want to be outside because allegedly I'll be able to see it from where I am. So, and I didn't even know about this thing until I heard it on Hog Story. So that's, I guess that's where I get my news these days. Is uh, It's a great place to get your news. Oh, yeah. We also had uh, Grumpy... Man, the, the whole week in podcasting has been kind of crazy. Maybe that's why it feels so weird. Um, we had... Hold on. There was, another sto- there was another story that we're going to have to touch on as well that was on Hog Story that we should just give a quick mention to. But the, the kidnapped baby goat... Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a goat that... <laughs> I don't know. We're pulling up people's heartstrings now. The baby goat that disappeared and uh, they think was kidnapped from a... What was it? It was a... It was a like a, like the Plymouth Plantation you know, Living Museum or whatever. Riverdale no, Farm. Yeah, like a, yeah, Riverdale Farm. I, what I'm thinking of is if you go to Plymouth, like the Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Plantation thing, they have, a, it's like, it's a, here's what the city was, here's what the thing was like when the colony was first here. They have people in dressed up, uh, making butter, churned butter and all this stuff and pretending it's still, you know, uh, 1505. That's what it yeah, sounded like. Yeah, I don't like. think it. I don't think it's really like that. But we do have something similar to that. Well, more like Victorian era in here in Toronto called. Uh, oh, why can't? Car- uh, Carplanes is saying Black that's, Creek Pioneer Village. Yeah, Carplanes saying that Riverdale Farm is like that, where it's like, hey, this is what it was like back in the day, in the pioneer days. Yeah, but pioneer days around here was more like late 1700s through uh, early 1800s. It's not about the date. It's about the kind of entertainment. It's a genre. Okay, okay, fine. It's a fine. class. It's a class of, uh, of uh, you know, entertaining ven- venue. It's. But I mean, like, if I wanted to, if I wanted to get my history fix on, I'd be going to Black Creek instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of Riverdale Farm. Oh, boy. So they had this goat. They had this baby goat was kidnapped, I guess. I don't know what the deal was. I don't know. You you had something to add to this? Yeah, I do. I have something to add to this entirely. Cold? Apparently, there is a... Okay, did first you, of all... Did you steal the goat? No, I did not steal the goat. First of all, pet detectives actually exist. <laughs> and there is a pet detective here in Ontario. <laughs> And more than that, he thinks that this is the prank. <laughs> oh boy! Meanwhile, while most of us, most of us are thinking that that little baby juniper probably ended up on someone's dinner plate. I didn't expect you to play this straight. I'm just surprised. That's all. Oh boy! So is that the pet detective story, Toronto Sun? Yeah, yeah. Ontario pet detective Rob MacArthur says the theft of a baby goat juniper from Toronto's Riverdale farm is likely just a prank. Hmm. It's just a prank, guys. It's a social experiment. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just rusing you guys. It's it's all it's all good. It's just a joke. And how about that mutton and mead? <laughs> yeah. Alright, well we had um, Oh, we're going to hell. We are going to hell. <clears throat> we had um Ryan Bemrose uh, making the rounds. He was on, um, I guess he was on Hog Story uh, at the end of last week, wasn't he? Yeah, it, last it was a good Thursday. Show. And then he had it, it's. Then he had another show with, uh, uh, you know, he did an episode of Grumpy Old Ben Solo with uh, Carl with a K from uh, from uh, Rochester, New York. That was a good show too. I caught some of that in and out, kind of live. 
was fun. Well, Dar- Darren O'Neill was uh, was out for uh, medical leave. Yep. And then Nick, yep, the... getting probed, getting probed like a like an alien abduction victim. Yeah, he'll have to be on abs in a six pack and tell the story. Is my recommendation <laughs> in gory detail. Uh, let's see, Nick the Rat got around too. Did you hear any of his stuff? He was on um, besides the Nick the Rat show, which he does uh, every Wednesday night. Which I, also- I saw a picture where he where he was like eating food out of passed out woman's mouth. Uh, what, Nick? Yeah, a real woman, or is this a yeah. drawing or something? No, no, there's it. Well, actually, it couldn't have been Nick. It must. The picture. The oh, picture, picture looked like it was rat, from Montreal, not New York City. <laughs> so maybe, maybe Nick's uh, Quebec Quebecois cousin. <laughs> Nick, the what? What would you? What would Nick the Rat be in French Canada? We need an answer for that. Nick uh, le Rat. Nick le Rat. <laughs> Bonjour. Nick I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't speak French. Oh boy. So let's ask. Let's ask. Fucking. Because I'm, I'm an Matt. idiot like this. Matt's with Matt. No, Matt, Matt's not there to answer for us. But there is Google Translate. So <laughs> let me put in Nick the Rat. It, oh, can you play it back and, through oh, your system? Hold on, hold on. Yep. It, it has, yes, it can read it out in French. Okay, I'm, wa- I'm waiting. Nick le rat. Oh, shut I, up. You, you talked over it. I'm mute. Nick le rat. Nick le rat. Nick Lera. Nick Lera. Yes, Nick Lera was on Behind the Schemes, 3M3S, and he was also a Bowl After Bowl. They did a Bowls with Buds uh, episode with him. Yeah. Or uh, is he on Behind... I, I, now I'm, I'm stuck. Was he on he Behind the Schemes? He's been keeping busy. Or was is he on uh, later? I don't think... I'm so crossed because of this whole week's been crazy. I can't remember if I heard him on there, too. I know he was doing something with them, so yeah, there's that. Also, if I forgot, then uh, <laughs> then uh, that's fine because he also said I was on behind. I think he said I was going to be up behind the schemes with him too, which was not true. So whatever. <laughs> he called me out on his last show. Uh, he was saying a bunch of shit that wasn't true. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Well, no, you know, what were you saying that wasn't true? Oh, he was just saying I was going to appear with him on a podcast or something. I just couldn't. Uh, it wasn't true at all. Nick let ah. Nick the liar, that's what I call him these days. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Shit's on now. Uh, God damn. We had, um, I guess that's your podcast update. I don't know what, what else there was. Oh, we had behind the scenes had, uh, I caught some of the, the behind lavish, the schemes. Uh, behind the schemes there. They had, um, I, you know what I listened to be besides behind the schemes, I went in and typed it in my podcast app, and I got the Behind the Schemes uh, Save the Wildlife in Africa show. And they were talking about what? trying to move the African pangolin from in from uh, restriction level two to restriction level one on the, the export uh, international agreement or something like that. There was... So that we can get more coronaviruses from them? <laughs> from pangolins. No, it was this was an episode from like uh, 20, uh, 2013 or fourteen or so. It's like an old podcast that isn't updated in years. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking because like sometimes it sounds like uh, it sounds like Dvorak has like a fetish for pangolins. For pangolins. The way they get mentioned sometimes on No Agenda. Yeah. 
Well, I was also listening to, as as long as this show is just Abel Kirby mentioning all the podcasts he listens to, I also was listening to more of that fucking, um, the Hyperfine, the physics podcast I came up with. That is some yeah. good, that is some good shit. And now they make some mistakes, like they're wrong on some certain issues, but uh, overall it is an excellent podcast and i'm really surprised is it actual being wrong or is it simplification for the mundanes uh they they were actually wrong about one or two things technical things Ah. um unfortunately it's mostly things that they didn't know about um they were talking about i think how a quartz crystal works or how um a multiplier circuit works uh if you have a like a 10 megahertz clock and you want to mix it up to 50 gigahertz okay how does that What's that circuit look like? And they didn't know, and so they're like trying to bullshit and talk around it. And it was obvious they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. I was like, eh, yeah. okay, I'll take a step back. But yeah, they need to get a subject matter expert on for that sort of thing. Yeah, but what they are good at is particle physics and high energy physics. They're they're total physicists. They're not engineers at all, and it shows a lot. Like even in the way they approach a problem, uh, and uh, it's a. Uh, it's fun to listen to them, though, because they have some good explanations of, like, what does it mean for neutrinos to have a mixing angle? And uh, in, in some of the more arcane ideas that come out of particle physics, like, what, like, what is this even? Can somebody even explain what it's supposed to be? And they go out and they just explain it in the way that it should be explained. And All uh, I know is how to, uh, how, to make, uh, how to make protons and neutrons out of quarks. <laughs> they... they and anything beyond that when it comes to particles and it, it's like right in my head. Yeah. they. Oh, that was the other thing they got wrong, which was they were talking about the ice cube experiment, which is something I was going to bring up on Hog Story when I was on there. And I keep, kept forgetting about it. Um, that's the neutrino detector they have in, uh, I think it's in Antarctica. Um, have you heard of the ice cube experiment? No, I it, have not. It's the It's the new hotness in particle detection. And... So what they did is they went out to this big chunk of ice, you know, because if you get out there, you can be on basically a, where it's ice all the way down. <laughs> you're, you're basically standing on a big block of ice. And what they, they did is they turned it into a 3D scintillation array. So what happens if a neutrino happens to interact with a piece of water, it gives off some photons. It gives off light. And so what, okay, they, yeah. what they did is they buried a bunch of light detectors. It's basically what they had as a rope uh, the, the detector uh, kind of thing they made is they had a rope and then it's like every two feet on the rope they they hang off basically a, a light sensor. And they drill okay, so this grid I th- of holes. I think they did something similar to that uh, in some of the deeper, older, and now closed mines in the Sudbury area. Yeah, they used to do it underground. It's the sa- yeah. yeah, that's exactly what they used to do. So it's the same thing except in Antarctica. It's in Antarctica. And what they what they did is they can detect if a neutrino arrives and it hits something within this volume of ice, then it's going to give off some uh, photons. And fortunately, ice is transparent. So you can see the photons through the ice. The photo detectors register it. They register when exactly it occurred. And they can also get time of arrival and direction of arrival information from it. And they can figure out where did the photon where did the uh, I'm sorry, where did the neutrino come from? Did it come from the sun or cosmic source or anything? And what they ended up doing was making this map of neutrino sources in the sky. And uh, anyway, they, they brought it up on the hyperfine, but they didn't know anything about the experiment. It was like, ah, come on. 
What I do is yeah. I, this sounds like something they should be able to discuss if they're particle physicists. The the um, so their method I'm is disappoint. What their method is? They do a bunch of research and then, or they do no research and talk about it on a podcast. My method is I do a bunch of research and I never bring it up. That's my. It's method. a good model to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, hyperfine physics. It's a it's a fun uh, fun show. I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna keep listening. So going from science to science, I saw that I saw that you provided this link, but I saw this as well a while ago. Uh, scientists okay plan to release one million tons of wastewater from Fukushima. Oh yeah, staying on the uh, the science bit. This was a really annoying article, and it's not because the write up is bad in nature. It's it's because. The, the topic of the article is basically we have the same shit that was happening a decade ago with Fukushima where they said, we have some water that was used to cool the reactor and there's no nuclear reaction happening in the water. Okay, there's no extra, um, you know, decays that are happening in the water above the background level that, it, you know, there's radiation outside. You walk outside, the rock's radioactive to some level. You're radioactive to some level. Okay, so there's no additional radiation. Uh, it's certainly not any that's harmful, but because it was near or associated with a, a, the Fukushima plant, it has cooties. And the, yeah, no it's, the, it's just, the usual anti-nuclear, anti-nuclear NIMBY bullshit. Yeah, and so South Korean's foreign minister is a moron. He he says we express strong regret and serious concerns. He doesn't know what he's talking about. China's state news agency says Chinese scientists are also also objected to the proposal. Yeah, well, I guess they don't know what they're doing either. It's all political posing. You know, none of this is based on science. It's just. Of course, Korea hates Japan. China hates Japan and is looking to destroy Japan. Yeah, that's it. Eventually, and the Olympics are coming up. And there's, okay, you know, if we could throw some shade here, they they'll do it. Yeah. The international. Meanwhile, Atomic meanwhile, Agency, the people that I would actually trust on this, the IAEA says, yeah, go ahead, it's fine. Yep. So, okay, what's the story here? The story isn't is barely a science story. The, yeah. sto oh, the story yeah, there, is... It's not really a science story. It's just... It's, yeah. it's a good segue using science. Yeah, it's the abuse... Science! Of, the abuse of the public. Because then they can get some news stories out for people who don't know about radiation. And they, they don't know anything about it other than it's supposed to be harmful and dangerous. Um, and, you know, well, you know, this this is a way to just get... If it bleeds, out. it leads. So you got you got that, and you've got the usual bullshit international politicking. And that's why this is a story in the first place. Yep. And so Belgian, this Belgian nuclear research uh, guy, he comes out and says, as a scientist, I have to keep a cool view on all this and look at the facts. The facts are not telling me that this is something we should be very worried about. And I've also looked at it with my rudimentary knowledge of radiation safety, and it seems pretty straightforward to me. There's no problem. Yeah, if, if there was actually something bad about it, no doubt that uh, no doubt that my brother would have pinged me about it, knowing that uh, we had talked Fukushima with him already yeah. back in March. If I had play out working, I'd play that clip that we did back when uh, when Icehawk was on here. Uh, it was just one clip from a news story where they're talking about there, and this was a decade ago. A decade ago, they had some wastewater that was used to cool some 
some of the reactor. It's, they're releasing nuclear water. There's a nuclear waste uh, dump and we're going to have a wave of radiation is coming over from California. And if we're standing on the beach, waiting for it to start glowing green, basically, is the way they present it. It's yeah, I remember that. And it's stupid. Oh, God. <clears throat> stupid abuse of the public. You just lie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, mutant fish, like Fletcher says. <laughs> Blinky. <laughs> we'll get Blinky, the three eyed fish. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there's some weird, <laughs> weird wildlife going on. Uh, what do we have in wildlife? Um, we got a story about nuisance beavers. <laughs> you want to hey, say? Uh, hey, um, to me, beaver is never a nuisance. <laughs> hey, you got a oh god, that, you, oh god, I, that was just too. That was oh god. I, I feel like hitting myself for saying that. You, you now. have a uh, that was just so that's so terrible. Can you can you put it in limerick form though, just to put it? No, out? I couldn't. No. I couldn't. Hold on, hold on. You, now I'm gonna have to do a web search. Thanks. <laughs> Beaver limericks. Okay. Right. Beaver well, limer limerick. No, this is a story from Smithsonian uh, where they just—it's not even interesting. I only put it in because the headline was funny. Nuisance beavers. And there's a picture of a beaver getting released because what they did is they captured the beavers instead of killing them. Oh, the bleeding hearts. They can't... Well, unlike... we're lucky. Nothing's coming up. So, we'll go to the actual story. And let me tell you, nuisance beavers are a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've, got we've got a nuisance of a beaver near the cottage who keeps causing the back swamp to flow back into the lake. Things like that. And I've seen, I've seen my fair share of them on TV shows regarding nature there's there's occasionally having to trap them and release them you see that on uh, northwood's law sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes you see yeah, those they, flashing banners on the side of your browsers nuisance beavers in your area click here oh those are those are not the nuisance type oh. no th those are the good type the big brown beavers <laughs> was it wyona had a big brown beaver was yeah it yeah yeah it was yeah, Wyoming was big brown beaver. Is that Primus? It was Primus. Primus it? sucks. <laughs> yeah, Primus. <laughs> oh dear. I remember that music video where the guys are in like the plastic cowboy outfits. <laughs> you remember that? It was on MTV. No, I don't. Uh, the, it, it's like they're wearing um, like plastic heads. And they're dressed as cowboys, and they're playing the song. It's got a big brown beaver, blah, 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 whatever. Beaver tasted like, it's what, it smelled like seven layers or something? I can't remember the words. <laughs> I'm bad at it. I don't know all the words to it. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. There is your beaver story. <laughs> and I have a note that says, get beaver sounds, and uh, I can't play them out, so sorry. Aww. Uh, I don't have any beaver sounds. No. I do have this, though. It's not a beaver, but it can be caused by them. Oh boy! Boom! Well, coming up in Maryland, uh, besides rocket launches, we also have the seventeen-year uh, brood ten cicadas are coming in May. Dun dun dun! Dun 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 dun! And these cicadas are uh, supposed to show up in my backyard. So I awesome. went, I've been fortifying. I went and got a bunch of, uh, what is this, the uh, Ortho Home Defense uh, spray. And I don't know if it's going to work against cicadas. But if it doesn't, I also have the uh, the Hornet spray. 
I don't know if that. This is for any that make it into your house, right? I'm on the ground floor, so I've got a porch, and I've got to fortify that shit. Yikes! Yeah. Yeah. And so the well, uh, even if you're on like a second or third floor, it wouldn't be much different. Um, there, I've seen way too many spiders since I went. I've always lived on a second or third floor, and uh, usually, it, so first in Colorado, there's no bugs, and people who don't live there might not realize this. There's no bugs. Like you don't get bit by mosquitoes. You don't see flies. There ain't shit out there. Um, it, part of the reason is there's not a lot of, uh, or there is a lot of wind. And so it's always windy, right? What are they going to do? They get blown away. So you, you don't have to, the, like the clouds of black flies you do, you get in the, uh, the, uh, the Northeast sometimes. The, uh, yeah. the thing about living on the ground floor here in Maryland is there's so many fucking spiders. There are way too many oh. spiders, and they're just hanging around. I'm good with I'm good with spiders. They they attack they attack the actual insects and eat them. They bit my foot while I was sleeping. The bastards. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. But anyway, the the cicadas. The worst. The worst of it's really just going to be the noise. Yeah. Um. We, it may impact the show. I'm thinking if it if they get a good buzz, you know. You know, like you're outside, you're, you know, it's the evening after work, you're getting a good buzz on. Well, these cicadas think the same way. They want to get a good buzz on. And if they do, I'm going to set up my own nature cam. Or nature, uh... Nature Mike. Nature Mike. But I don't want to crib nature Mike. It's going to be like nature Bob. No, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be cicada Mike. Cicada Mike. Cicada Mike. Cicada Mike. Yeah, we'll see. So we're waiting for these things to pop out. They're waiting for the soil to warm up a little bit more. It's been cold and rainy, so they've been suppressed, we're told. Um, yeah, but it, it was pretty warm today, and I bet it was pretty warm where you are, too. Oh, no, it's been cool. It's been, uh, it's really? been rainy for a long time. That's why they scrubbed that rocket launch. Um, it was supposed to happen oh. Friday. It was Me, I turned, Friday, I turned man. off the furnace this morning, and when I went up, when I went up for lunch... The temperature, or the temperature upstairs was actually several degrees higher than what I had this furnace set to. Huh. No, no. So, yeah, it is, it is, it is warm today. Very warm. No, I've had the, uh, I've had the furnace and everything off, but I, I, uh, you know, when I step outside, I put a jacket on. It's been kind of cold. Oh, no, I, cold I was, rain. I was like short sleeves even when I went out to put out the trash this morning at like 7.30 a.m. Oh jeez! It was warm even then. No, we're getting. Uh, we've got. Let's see, fifty-five degrees tonight. Tomorrow we have a high of sixty-seven. Oh, we break into seventy by Friday. We'll be seventy-one on Friday. Maybe even eighties next week. So yeah, we'll see. Well, speaking of uh, coming up this uh, this week, I think I'm going out to a meetup on uh, Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's one in Alexandria, Virginia, and that's a short drive from here. It's about an hour. Um, it sounds like DC girl was going to be there. She messaged me. She saw me RSVP on, uh, on the, uh, the website and she sent me a message. Is, is that you or an imposter? Stop that. Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, it's me. Was, why? I can't sign up for a meetup without your approval. DC girl. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, uh, she's not the host. Uh, another guy's the host, but apparently he gives all her, all his emails to her. So, eh. We'll see. So she still handles it anyway. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. The uh, the well, bottom line I'm is... I'm doing something it... else this weekend. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, it's a game jam. Toronto Game Jam, also known as Toe Jam. Oh, yeah, Toe Jam. Yeah. 
So I did that. I've, I've mentioned it before. I was I was there in the first year. Uh, my computer blew up when I brought it for the second year. I got a game completed again with uh, with my uh, co-developer Zalman in 2013. And him and I are hitting this year now again Woo! to make a game for Toe Jam 2021. Yeah, I saw Zalman in the and, uh, in the chat a couple of times. Yeah, he. I don't think he really chat much, but I've got him at least lurking. <laughs> yeah. Well, that should be fun. Um, do you know? Is there? Can you tip your hand a little bit? Can you tell us what we're going to expect? Because I'm going to review this game, by the way. Uh, we're looking at doing a, uh, a kind of Metroidvania-style game in a forest. In a forest. All right, Metroid in a forest. All right. Metroidvania. Metroidvania. In a forest. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that style is shared with Castlevania, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it should be good. Um, and so that's, how long does the gym last? Uh, it starts on Friday, and it goes till about uh, 7 p.m. on Sunday. All right. And what's the, and just, here's my last question. Is this through itch.io, or is there another website or something for it? Or another org that does uh, it's, Well, they're, do, they're doing the, they have them showing up on itch, but generally it's been through toejam.ca, and that's without an E, T-O-G-A-M.ca. At this very moment, the site seems to be down for some reason, though. Hmm. Oh, well. That should be fun. I fucking love game jams. I've done a couple myself. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. I did a, uh, a horror game jam one year with... Uh, uh, oh, God. What the hell is the name of the game we put for that? No, we did a visual novel for it. Um, I did another one. For, I did another visual novel game jam. I think I did about three. Um... Just Nano or not Nano Remo or whatever it is that oh, that shit. one yeah, I did that too. is done by yeah by uh, Lemisoft yeah I, I've done that once or twice I think I did it twice and I also did I think it was called Otome Game Jam <laughs> well wow really Otome Game Jam we're also z we're zeroing in on my uh, on my uh, game dev history here we're finding out it's it's all so like do a you have novels. do you have an itch where your games are up. Um, if I go to ablekirby.itch.io, will something happen? I don't know. I didn't. I never finished them. I didn't lead any of these. Um, uh, I think I don't know where they're. Oh, it was sarkalen.itch.io. I'll send you the link. I guess it's on my IMDb. Right. Yeah, you don't need to go to that. Go to my IMDb. It has my shit on there, or my VNDB. <laughs> yeah, I sent you a link in uh, in chat, and it has my. Uh, you can see the credits. I'm the staff consultant. Able nice. Kirby staff consultant. And, uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, and they're in the credits. Yeah, we also did the soundtrack. I directed the soundtrack and did the editing, and I did all the sound effects. Yeah, it was fun. I think you've shown this to me before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. If you look closely, there's a couple no agenda references. They're like, flanker section 33. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a couple little references. You can tell I wrote uh, at least some of these scenes. Uh, nice. That's fun. Fully voiced, by the way. We actually had a, a voice director who cast the whole thing, and holy shit, that put a. What that meant was this: you th you think for. Uh, let me explain for the listeners who don't know what a Nano Reno is. A Nano Reno is just like Nano Rimo, which you also don't know what it is. So I'll explain what that is. Nano Rimo is a 
kind of a contest or an event where you try and write us a, a novel, like a whole novel from start to finish uh, in one month, specifically the month of November. And that's what NaNoWriMo comes from is the National Novel Writing Month is what the <laughs> what the event's called. Anyway, a bunch yeah, of losers I've do this. I've participated in that as well. Never completed though. Like I said, a bunch of losers do this. Uh, and then the hey. the visual novel version is NaNoWriMo. I've done it too, by the way. Uh, is NaNoWriMo which is the visual novel version or Renai game. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is you make a narrative uh, video game during the month of March. And I don't know why March is the month to do this, but it's that's the way it's been for, I don't know, a decade? It's been there for a while. And so when it comes to making a visual novel, you need to have a script. Uh, you need to have, you might have voice acting or not. You might have a soundtrack. You might have, you need to have artists. You need to have people who are drawing all the sprites and the backgrounds and, and all the components that you need. You need someone who can do a GUI. You need a programmer. And so it turns out to make one of these visual novels, it's a whole hell of a lot harder than just writing the script for it. Uh, there's a bunch of creative things that have to happen. And, yeah, uh, it's a lot easier doing a regular game in a gym because... At the very least, it's easy to find all sorts of uh, assets that you can just pull off of different sites like uh, Open Game Art or off of Itch. There's a lot of free resources available for sound and visuals and everything. Yeah. And pretty much everything that we're gonna be we're gonna be using is stuff I'm pulling off of those sites actually. Yeah. And you can go. Um, there's some good wave like sound effect sites out there too. I even have some stuff. Um, when I was doing sound effects for uh, that game, I liked, Our Lost World was the name of it. Um, I ended up recording more sound effects than I use, and I all put them up on... Uh, I can't remember what the damn name of the site was. I should find that out. <laughs> anyway, uh, and so I produced a bunch of these. It was like rumbling effects and footstep effects and stuff like that that we didn't... Some of them we used, some of them we didn't, and we put them all on, online for free. And I got a bunch of people who downloaded them, and they sent comments. Wow, this is great. Okay. I was like, oh, that's cool. I gave back to the community. I have free assets out there, free game assets. If you, if you want the sound of my luggage rubbing together, you can download that for free. <laughs> yep. All right. What do we got for stories? We got probably time for uh, maybe one more good story here. Maybe got, two. Maybe we got two. some anime to cover. Anime to cover. Yeah. All right. Hit so, me with some anime. Okay, so you've seen the manga uh, Komi-san? No. No? Okay. Um, well, it's this, it's this manga about this really shy girl who everybody is like heads over heels for because she's also attractive and because she's so shy and avoiding everybody, they think that she's like... Like some sort of super, like some sort of super woman type, right? Well, not like superhero type of superwoman, but like you know, uh, eleven out of ten. And so it it got a uh, anime adaptation that is going to be airing this fall. Okay. And I've just seen a I've seen a lot of activity about it on the fetties because uh, because of that, and just haven't having. Uh, some enjoyment with that i mean i've been reading the manga for for a long time so i'm happy to i'm happy to see this happening that's good so it's nice when there's yeah. something you like that gets adapted yeah and it's not it's not that difficult an adaptation either because uh because i mean like 
they've got they've got it well cast actually from uh, from what I've seen and and like it it's not by somebody who's going to just like completely drop the ball on it. Yeah. Well, actually, it might be. I've never heard of this studio before, but uh, <laughs> well, the other see. they've what else have they done? They've probably done some things I have. I have heard. Okay, they've done they've done card fight stuff. Beyblade, Beyblade, uh, oh, Yokai God. Watch, Zoids, some Pokemon series. Yeah. So they're 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 at least they're at least technically competent by the look of things. Well, I'm still not seeing anything in the list of what they've done that I would have watched, mind huh. you. But they've been around for for over half a decade at least. No, over a decade. Well, there's a show coming up this fall that I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. It might be this fall. Oh, yeah? or it might be this winter. They still haven't pinned the date down. But it's produced by Shaft. Oh, so there's going to be a lot of head tilting. Yeah, head tilting. And it's called Luminous. It's a Strike Witches adaptation. It's a Strike Witches season. Of course. Of course. Uh, oh, these guys, these guys did the did the anime for Two Heart and its sequel. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're definitely and Comic Party. OK, yeah, I'm sold. I, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Comic Party. Wow. That's an old one, isn't it? Is that what I'm thinking it is? Yeah, the uh, the anime based on the visual novel about uh, about making doujins and selling them and having like and like making a girlfriend out of one of the people you're doing them with. <laughs> the yes. uh, the yeah, it did. The other one was doujin work. Was the other uh, the anime, the uh, the thing in the same vein? Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of this? It was Two Heart. Was made by what company? Yeah. Okay. The visual novel was Leaf. You just said it, and I can't find it on the Wikipedia because I can't remember what it was. What's the studio? Comic Party is also by Leaf, I believe. Yeah, but what's the animation studio? Leaf. Oh, the studio. The studio. The animation studio is. Fuck. Where'd the tab go? OLM. Oh, OLM. I got it. OLM. Industrial Light Magic. Oh shit! It's Oriental Light Magic. Ah! (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) 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 I called that shit. Oriental Damn, Light good Magic. Work. <laughs> good work, it's my dude. Exactly what I thought it was. Let me look at the list here. So we got Magica, they did a Pokemon. Holy, sh- what do you mean? They did the original, original run of Pokemon. I don't know anything they've done. Come on. 1997, oh. they did Pokemon. Gunsmith Cats, 1995. Shit, yeah. yeah. What, are, what are you talking Fuck, about I, here? I, I just didn't recognize the name, I guess. I'm I'm a tard. What can I say? <laughs> You're a tard. They did Uruwara Monro, the uh Wow shit. Underwater Ray Romano. Underwater Ray Romano. Um that was I think the crappy anime. Yeah, wow, that was also a leaf visual novel. Queen Emeraldas. Inazuma eleven. That was a huge show. That was the soccer show. Wasn't it? Imazuma eleven? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I never watched it. That's a that was a that was huge when that came out. It was an anime about yeah, but I'm not into anime, soccer, right? so I'm not really into soccer, so it never really caught my attention. <sighs> That's something about anime. They've got a there's there's oh, Steel a, Angel Kurumi. They did. There's a there's an anime or a visual novel for every fucking sport. Anything you can. There's curling. You want to watch a, a visual novel about curling? They got that one. <laughs> 
Every time oh, the- pass that. Pass that on to. Pass that on to. Ice hawk. He did curling in college. <laughs> oh god. No, th- it's an it's an arrogay though. So it's it's like, yes, uh, you're the new. I don't think the- that I don't think that's a problem. So long okay. as it <laughs> so long as it isn't Yowie, it shouldn't be a problem for him. No, no. So here's the premise of the game. Uh, but also, the art's by Tony Taka. I think uh, it's like T two or T three artworks, right? They had um, the premises. If I recall correctly, you're the uh, the. The new young, you know, uh, teacher who came in, and I don't know, you're like 24, 25 or something. I don't know. You come into school, and they say, yeah, well, we, need, we really need a coach for the women's curling league, for our women's curling team. And uh, can you, and they're all, uh, they're all hot babes uh, in high of school. Of course. And so they're, and who are all hot for teacher. And that's the premise of the game. And that, and, but it's about curling, guys. Believe me. It's about <laughs> curling. <laughs> Well, how about the wall climbing? How about the the climbing girls? Anime? Yeah, there's climbing. They even had. I, I enjoyed that, and and not just because the girls were all attractive. Here we go. Did I find the curling? No. I'm gonna find it for the show notes. I'll put that in because people want to know. <laughs> if I want to play people a Japanese need to know about game. about curling anime and visual novels. Uh, yes. If I want to play a video game about <laughs> curling, that's pornographic. Let's be explicit about this. It's a pornographic video game. It's also kind of surprising it never uh, never got translated. Every yeah, time- a lot of stuff never gets never actually gets translated. It's not like anime where you've only got like so so many hours that can be filled with it anyways, and so there's a limit to how much is produced. With visual novels, I mean, I mean, like they're they're like. So many being released every week, both commercial and doujin, that it's impossible for them all to get translated. Yeah, it was it was the same company that did Fault, if I remember right, where that was the tennis, the tennis era game, where it's the exact same premise. Where it's like, oh, I think you're the uh, you join the t- the tennis club at school, and it's all babes, and then that's the that's the story comes from there. It was Fault. I don't know. There's a link to that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just linking, uh, linking these games to uh, to the chat room now. So there's something else that I saw in your notes that was uh, that was pretty interesting for any weeb operators out there. Oh sure. Yeah, those uh, those patches, the uniform patches and pins and everything. <laughs> oh geez. Yeah, the. Um... What's it called? Uh, they're, what they're called are... Weapons-grade uh, waifus. They're called morale patches. And so it's not a patch for a tour you were on or service that you did. It's it's just like a funny thing you can put on for, as a joke. Um, you can trade them. You know, there's a whole patch trading community and all that. But yeah, weapons-grade yeah. waifus has been at uh, anime cons for a while. I've seen their booths. I don't know. Once in a while, you so see So a lot of these are pretty adult. Oh, they're like almost all adult. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a uh, few to a few to the chest face gets the rest and it's uh it's not bullets they're talking about. Nope. <laughs> so we had uh <laughs> no, it was weapons grade waifus.com is the website. I'll give them a plug. They have a bunch of um uh, they have some PG stuff, you know, they have Pokemon patches and some other things. Yeah, they got some PG stuff, but I mean, scrolling through this, the vast majority of it seems to be adult. Yeah, that's kind of what they... Not that I have a problem with that. Yeah. 
But it is it is a warning for anybody who is listening to the show and thinking, oh, hey, this might be interesting to get some patches to put on my clothes through my backpack or something to show, like, how much of a weeb I am. Yeah, um, most of these, don't put these on things that you're going to be wearing or using out in public. Yeah, don't don't put this on your vest and then walk into Chuck E. Cheese with it because you're going to get yeah. walking right back out of that place. Yeah, don't don't put this on your suit for work. No, no, they had some fun ones though. They had the um, the one I've always liked was the it says Third Combat Demolitions Unit, and it has like Megamin's uh, staff and the uh, and hat and cat and everything. Yeah, it says Third Combat Demolitions Unit. You know, for it's like explosions. We'll walk yeah, the path explosion. of explosions. <laughs> oh dear, that's good stuff. You know. Uh, one of the guys who used to shill for the, uh, I think he would go to cons and, uh, and, uh, like work at their desk. I don't know. He did, he, he's done a bunch of other things. I think he used to do those. Um, I've been trying, I need to get a hold of him sometime. I don't want to say his name on the air cause I don't know if he knows if he wants that or not, but it's just reminding me of him. I think he was associated with these guys for a while. I need, I need to get in touch with him again and see what's going on. Ah, well, so we got that. We got Luminous Witches coming up this fall so I can watch some more Strike Witches. <laughs> and then, that'll, yep. and that, then that could be the only thing that I watch. The, As, for, for all of fall, you're just going to watch Luminous Witches yeah, because, gonna, of your, because of your whole, like, fetish for Strike Witches. It's 26 minutes of Luminous Witches, and then the rest of the week is waiting for the next one. That's what my fall schedule is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. And, and so Luminous, which is the premise is uh, they it's the morale brigade. Hey, it's like morale patches. It's like the Bob Hope division, you know, where they go out on USO tours or whatever. But instead of USO so tours, we got it's uh, going to have to see if they have any strike witches patches. And and if so, they do. oh, they, send one to you. They do, by the way. I happen to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they the five. Look up five hundred first. Is the five hundred first division uh, patch? Oh my god! Oh my god! This is great. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? You remember those uh, those English uh, English instruction books from Japan with Ellen Baker? Yes. Oh, I know. I know. So exactly here's a patch. Here's a patch with her on it, wearing a wearing an immigration and customs enforcement hat, an ice hat. with a word bubble. English motherfucker, do you speak it? No. Now, if you read the the subtext on that picture, um, you can find out that her hat I C E is actually I coach English. Oh, <laughs> it's and so she's just coaching English. That's all she does. Okay, so it, so it has nothing about like and keeping the border safe. The fact that she's holding an automatic shotgun has nothing to do with anything. She coaches English. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Ellen Baker. Oh, boy. That's it, great. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Do we get anything else to bring up here? Or are we just babbling? We got um, Rudex, we got the shooting, we got the we're still We're still ba we're babbling, but we still have plenty of time, actually. I've got to find out. Okay, here's what we have to do. Time. I've got to look up the nat rocket launch and see if it's going off, like, right now. <laughs> do I have to go outside? Yeah, give it a look. Give it a look. I don't want to miss this shit. Okay, is scheduled for tonight after it was postponed. Okay, cool. It could have gone off while we were talking. The next opportunity is 8.06, which is right now. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Is it launching right now? Do I have to go outside and look? 
Do we have to close the show? What do we have to do? I don't know, cold. I'm lost. Tell me what to do. Stick a camera out your window. Bring the microphone with you to the porch. The next launch window opens right now. Okay. How do I find out if it's going to launch or not? Should I just go outside? Holy fuck. I'm just going to go outside. I'm going to tell you if I see a rocket. You stay here. Entertain the guests. I'm going outside. I'm going to see if there's fuck. a rocket. Enter entertain the guests. Uh-oh. Um, there we go. That's my thing. That's my door. I'm outside. Do you see anything? There's no rocket. I didn't see any rocket. False alarm, okay. guys. There's no rocket False outside. False alarm. False alarm. There's no rocket. Oh, dearie, dearie, dear. All right. Well, you want right. to wrap it up? We'll call it. <laughs> I think we should call it a night. We're, we're, we're going to be short if we if we call it now, but. Uh, I'm short every day. I mean, no, we're not. I don't think we're short. I mean, we're hitting a. There's no short. There's no long. We don't like to talk about durations here, but we laugh a lot. Now, everyone hold hands and tell an MP3. All right. Oh, I'm but gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm so, pushing the button. <laughs> and when the button's pushed, it can't be unpushed. We all know what the button means. The button means that it's the end it, of the show. Yep. And there it means it goes. it's time to keep your eyes peeled for any rockets flying into the sky. And if a rocket flies into you in a place or a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. And until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. And waiting for your emails and your V for V donations. I'm Cold Acid. Adios.